Hey, y'all. Welcome back to this week's episode of the College and Career Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Carson Hall. I'm the College and Career Pastor here at Maysville Baptist Church, and I'm so glad that you took a little bit of time out of your day to listen in with us to our study of the Word of God. Today we're going to be taking a little bit different of her trajectory than we have been taking. We have been going through the study of the book of Proverbs, looking at biblical wisdom. But this lesson we're going to look at today is we're going to be stepping away from Proverbs and looking at how to read and study your Bible and knowing the difference between reading and truly reading the Bible. This is a fundamental step in growing in your Christian walk. And this also coincides with our study of Proverbs. As Christians, we pursue the wisdom of God and his truth. And we pursue that in the word, the word of God. We must go to his word for his wisdom and not to the world. So it's so important that we all know and understand how to read and study our Bibles. So who listening has ever been reading, whether for school, for fun, or during your quiet time, and all of a sudden you kind of just wake up, you're halfway down the page, or you're at the end of the chapter, or you're at the bottom of the page, but you can't remember anything you just read. But you know you were reading. You know, this also used to happen to me all the time during school, especially if it was a book or a subject that I didn't fully care about or enjoy. I often would just end up reading through the book just to say that I had read for the day. But as Christians, we cannot do that. We must not do that. We mustn't read the word just to check it off our to-do book for the day, saying, oh, I Read my scripture for the day? No. We mustn't get trapped in that modern mediocrity of Christianity. Just reading the word of God just to say we read his word. Having a faith that's in essence just fire insurance. No. As Christians, we must want more. We must truly read his word and apply his truths into our lives. And live those truths. But all too often people struggle to do that. Simply because they may not know how. Today we're going to look at and work through some very important practical habits and practices to implement into your daily reading of the word of God. As well as some practices that would benefit a deeper study of God's word. So that as the next generation of Christians, we can fight against the trend of this mediocrity of Christianity and go deeper, truly read and study God's word to the fullest. Before we begin today, let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for all you're doing for us in our lives right now, God. Thank you for all you will do, all you are going to do, God. God, I pray that you just help us all leave this modern Christianity behind and truly read and study your word. God, apply these truths to our lives, dear God. God, I love you. I thank you for everybody that's listening. And I pray that you grow us all closer to you. In your name I pray. Amen. 
Well, as we get into it today, we will see that just like when we were in school, some of these same principles reign true for studying the Bible. I'm sure some of y'all listening may remember the five W's. Well, for those of you that don't remember, they are who, what, when, where, and why. And for all intensive purposes, we are going to be doing who squared. Because when we read, it's not only important that we know who wrote the text, but also who it was written to, or the intended audience. When you read scripture, it's vitally important to take into account all of these things. And some of these areas will naturally have an overlap. Now let's start with who squared. Why would y'all say it's important that we take into account the who's of scripture? Any ideas? Think on that. Well, it's important firstly to know the author so that we know who they were. And what they went through for contextual importances. Knowing the author's background is essential to grasping the gravity and significance of a text. For instance, through our study of Proverbs, we know that Proverbs is classified as wisdom literature. And therefore, it is only fitting that when we look and we see the primary author is Solomon, the son of David, the man known to be the wisest to live other than Jesus. It's important to know about the author of the text as well as who the author was. Who the author was and was writing to. Looking back again at Proverbs as an example, we see the primary intended recipient of the book was Solomon's son. And we see that this is a very important piece in many contextual instances through the book of Proverbs and through every book we read. Like I said, it's very important to see these contextual pieces when we read a text so that we can truly understand the whole picture. This is also a reason that it is good practice to not just randomly go from verse to verse, book to book, every day skipping around with no rhyme or reason. When we read, it's important not to do the old, well, let's just open my Bible to this and this page and say, this is what I'm going to read today. And then later not even be able to convey what we read to anybody and what, why that's important. What we read and its context is important when we read the scriptures. Moving on to what? What? It's important when we look at the text that we take into account what the text was about. But it's massively important because all too easily, Scripture is taking out of its context. For instance, if you're reading the Bible and you don't use any of these tools to help you, and you just read Leviticus 11, 7 through 8, which we'll read now. Leviticus eleven seven through eight reads, and the swine though though is divided at the hoof, having cloven hooves, yet does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. Their flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall not touch. 
they are unclean to you. Now, looking at that, if you don't look at this the right way, if that's taken out of context, then people even still today would not eat pork. And I don't know about you, but I really like me some bacon. So it's important to know what was good and what was going on when the text was written. Most of us know this was written when Levitical law was taking place, that Jesus broke Levitical law on the cross. We don't abide by Levitical law anymore because of the sacrifice that Jesus died on the cross for us as the true one sacrificial lamb. It's important to take the what into account. What was going on when a text was written. Like I said earlier, some of these will inevitably overlap. These tools oftentimes get left in the dust when it comes to reading the word of God. But it's so important when a scripture is taken out of context that we understand, okay, hey, you know, this is not the truth. All too often the world will take a text and transform it into something to glorify the world, to confuse you. But as Christians, knowing the what, what was going on, what this was intended for, and as we move into when this happened, it's important for us to know all these things when we hear somebody referencing a text, understanding what they're reading, what that's going on, instead of taking everything at face value. It's okay to go back after hearing somebody talk about scripture and say, okay, you know, he made it sound or she made it sound really pretty at first. But looking back at scripture, studying through it, this is not what this was intended to mean. If somebody's saying, oh, you are sinning gravely by eating pork, taking this text out of context, and you package it well, make it confusing. If people take that at face value, they're missing the point. They're not truly understanding what the text is saying. When it comes to reading the word of God, it's so important that we understand when scriptures are not used the right way. And when scriptures are not used in the right context, in the right way, nothing good will come of it. It will cause confusion and do more harm than good. That brings us to when. It's very important to know who wrote the text, who they wrote it to, what it was about, what was going on, And when all of this happened, this piece here is especially important for new Christians, knowing when something happened, the difference between Old and New Testaments, knowing before, during, and after Jesus was here on earth is an important part of studying scripture. Because again, when reading and studying scripture, context is key. Sticking with the point of Leviticus 11, 7 through 8, if you don't know when this took place, it could make things very, very confusing for someone trying to study scripture. Because I'm, as I'm sure most of all of us listening, 
know when Leviticus took place and how through Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins, we are free from the law. But Leviticus taken out of context could really, really confuse somebody if they just picked it up and, oh, I'm going to read Leviticus. If they didn't know when Leviticus took place, where, where is also very important. Where is an important piece of studying scripture, knowing where the audience was, where the author was as well, as well as why and why the text was written. These are all pieces of contextual tools that are vitally and truly important into understanding a passage. These are five simple things to keep in mind when studying through scripture. When we study or read through scripture, there are going to be moments where you may need to read something over six times. I do that often. Often we have to read it and read it and read it and read it. And then it finally sinks in and God finally lets the gears turn and you finally understand it. The most important thing is when you read Don't read the word of God with an attitude of this is something I have to do. As Christians, we have the honor and the ability to read the word of God because it's something we get to do. As his children, when you read the word of God, read it. Don't just graze over it. Read it and apply it to your life. Don't just remain on the surface. Get deeper. That's my challenge for y'all today. When you read the word of God, don't just go over it quickly. Don't just read the, you know, oftentimes you get the verse of the day on your phone. Don't just read that and say, oh, I'm done for the day. But truly read the word of God. And apply his truths to your life. I hope you all have a great day, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the College and Career Podcast. I hope you all read and study the Word of God. If any of you are listening in and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I want to tell you something. God sent His only Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins. Not because we're worthy of it, not because we deserve it, but because God loved us enough to do it. If you put your faith and trust in him and surrender your life to him, you can have a personal relationship with our Almighty Father, who gives us his inspired word, the word of God, the Bible, so that we can grow closer to him and grow in his knowledge, in his wisdom. If any of you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. You can contact me at carsonhall.mbc at gmail.com. I hope you all have a blessed day. God bless.